Hey folks, Scott here. Just a warning, this film contains scenes of sexual assault and we do talk about the film in detail, so some of you might want to give this episode a miss. Hello, welcome to the Shit You May Not Have Seen podcast, where we talk about films you may not have seen. My name's Scott. I'm Joe. How are you doing, Joe? I'm not bad, mate. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. So we need some new partner, mate. We do, we do. <laughs> we need to stop talking before we come on here and then we can have a wee ah, that's it. catch up on here. That's it. What are we watching? We're watching The Entity from 1982. Hey, wake up! Wake up, everybody! It's a gorgeous day! Gorgeous day! Come here! 20th Century Fox presents The Story of Carla Moran. The most extraordinary case in the history of psychic research. A team of experts will investigate her life. Why does he attack you, Carla? Not anyone else. Why should she go to such lengths to support this delusion? And they will find more than evidence. They will find... <laughs> the Entity. Filmed by Sidney J. Fury. Written by Frank De Felicia, starring Barbara Hershey, Ron Silver, David Lambosa, and it is a horror film. Aye, it's definitely um, a horror. I would say it's definitely a horror, horror, horror film. Horror. More specifically, Poltergeist film. Apparently based on real stuff. Aye, I was reading that. Um, there was a, an incident where a woman in, uh, was it California? California, uh, that's right, aye. California, who apparently was visited by a poltergeist. So, uh, so the story goes, aye, that's it. Uh, aye, so in this film, this one's based on the book, which was also written by Frank De Felicia. The book came out like just some like four years before the film. Ah, it was kind of late, kind of late seventies. I think 70s aye. it was optioned, and uh, obviously the film came out in nineteen eighty two. Interestingly, they held off on releasing the film because the Poltergeist came out at the same time. I was just going to say uh, that, aye, because I noticed it right at the very end credits. It said nineteen eighty one, and it makes sense because it's. Definitely Poltergeist the movie. I think you know there's there's definitely a lot of parallels besides the fact that it's a Poltergeist, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. even down to the the kind of team that come to the house and stuff yeah. like that. That's, I mean, so the, the, the basic outline of the story kind of follows a similar absolutely where they, where they get kind of outsiders involved mm-hmm. to kind of you know observe the Poltergeist activity. Although Poltergeist is a bit more of a, a family. Oh, I mean, this is to this film. This is like the fucking XXX rated version. Barbara Hershey, she's been in a few things. She was in The Right Stuff, The Last Temptation of Christ, Beaches. Oh, Beaches. Uh, most yeah. recently, she's popped up in the Insidious series of films, so another horror. That's right, film. aye. Yep. She was in Black Swan as well. She's in Black Swan, yeah. Plays uh, um, Natalie Portman's mum. Mm-hmm. So she, she's the main character. She plays Carla Moran mm-hmm. in this film, who's a single mum, yeah, we find out, yeah, who's raising three kids on her own. She's doing a day job, she's going to night school, trying to make things better for for her family. And then all stuff all just goes goes crazy, aye. Aye, so she, and it goes crazy pretty quickly in the film. I mean, it's... it's, You're introduced to her right at the start and you get an idea of what her life is like. She's doing the day job, she's doing the night school. Yep. She gets home, she's knackered. (laughs) We We meet her, she goes and you see her two kids who are in bed. 
and then we go and we meet our oldest son. And he's almost the same age I, as her. Because initially I was like, oh, that's her husband. I me as well. And he starts calling her mom and I'm like... And even the interactions are a bit, <laughs> a bit creepy. Mm. I don't think it's deliberately meant to be creepy. I, but it, I, I think maybe it is because of what comes up later on. Ah, right, okay, that makes sense. Mm. Aye, yep, yep. Aye, so we find out that she had him quite young anyway, but which she was makes, 16. Bit, makes more Aye, sense. Aye, because it, initially it's a bit of a first shock. it was like, no, that guy's like, almost the same age as like, <laughs> like, was this guy horribly miscast aye, I, I was just, aye, aye. thinking exactly the same thing aye. Aye, so this was my first time seeing the film you'd seen it before I think you? Aye, I'd seen it a bunch of times Christ knows I think the first time I saw it would have been in the 90s at some point right. um, and then I've seen it kind of a couple of times you know in between mm. and stuff like that and obviously for the prep of this dug it back out and uh, aye it's uh, I, I, was, I think this is one of my recommendations it was yes, aye, aye. Yeah. That's quite funny. That's been a couple of mine yeah, in a row. Years, I need yeah. to get one of yours and hopefully next change up a wee bit. This film kind of made a, a bit of an impression on me growing up. Obviously, you're talking about Poltergeist, the original. You know, this is like the the really dark cousin of this <laughs> in, in, yeah. in, in the Poltergeist realm of, you know, what a Poltergeist is and what a Poltergeist does and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But again, warnings if, you know, anybody has any sort of issues with rape or anything you know these sort of things yeah, that this extreme they're very disturbing aye sexual assaults aye yeah. absolutely and that's one of the things that kind of stayed with me mm. you know and still in my opinion is still really really powerful and, and mm. hard to watch you know yeah. and the the performance of Barbara Hershey's excellent in this movie yeah. I mean you really do actually feel really bad for her because you kind of put yourself into that situation I mean how do you explain that to somebody I mean it happens in the film you know she tries to tell oh, you, people you go through it all yeah, and understandably people are a bit dubious ah, you, would, you would feel completely and utterly isolated because mm. obviously you know and she knows herself she says in the film herself yep like, so we're kind of talk, talking about here but let's set it up she's basically assaulted by a poltergeist so she um, when she, she goes and sees one of her friends and she says oh, I was raped but the man wasn't there. He evaporated is what she says. Right away yeah. that the friend's just like, yeah. well, initially she thinks, when she says she's been assaulted, she thinks, oh, a guy's, you know, yeah, physically yeah. went in and, and, and raped mm. her. But obviously then when she mentions, like you're saying, she says that, the friend instantly just like goes, well, were you drunk? Were you? I think she actually asked her, didn't mm. she? She's she asked like, her if she's on drugs. She's on drugs and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, what kind of fucking friend is this, man? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Hi, pal tells you raped. Uh, and I, I, so I, I thought the dynamic with that particular woman was weird in this movie. Yeah, it was she, like, she was totally jolly, like when she like shouldn't have been jolly. Yeah. I, for example, the part when she's, Barbara Hare, she's, characters telling her that she's you know been raped and then she goes on to say that, that you know there was nobody there and she's just she kind of goes oh well are you on drugs and then kind of says well you should maybe go to a psychiatrist then and then yeah. immediately just becomes quite jolly again after that as if it's like oh well, that's that part of this the conversation is Margaret Bly is the name of the actor aye she plays Cindy Nash so she's the person that, that says you know you should maybe go to a therapist yeah, yeah you've got things going on yeah. But that, that first assault, it, like it happens, I think it's not even 10 minutes into the oh, film. Oh, it's, it's almost it's really immediate. And, Aye. It, and it's, I think that kind of works in the film's favour. Aye. Because she's she's just going about her night routine before she's getting ready to go to bed. And then out of nowhere, it's like she, she gets punched. That's right. And then thrown onto the bed and then a pillow put over her face and then raped. What I thought was quite clever about that first assault was it's all shot in big close-up, so you don't... You don't know if it's, don't know if it as somebody's there. come yeah. in. Aye, yep, I get that. So it happens and like she goes away and like just all being close up and she's not even sure about. Ah, uh, she's obviously because yeah. like, obviously when she starts screaming and the kids run in and her son yeah. comes in. Um, he checks the whole house and he's checking all the windows and the doors. Uh, and, and she tells him to as well. Yeah. So she's like you said, she's not really sure herself mm -hmm. if 
you know, if somehow she's not seen the guy. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but she's obviously finding a hard time to work out what's actually happened to her. Because, I mean, you would, because one minute you're getting ready to go to bed and the next minute you've been mm-hmm. assaulted violently by somebody that isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's fucked up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But aye, that, that whole interaction, that first scene, it's pretty powerful, man. Yeah, totally. And it totally catches you off guard because there's no build, there, build there's up no at all. There's no suggestion that anything's going to happen. It's, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I say, she's just going about her, her, what she does every night before she goes to bed. Aye, aye. And then, I just straight into it. Yeah. And it's that got that pounding uh, synth music, like the kind yep. of duh, duh, duh. it's horrible. That kind of, that, that's because that's so loud and so out of nowhere as well. It kind of, kind of jar, the, yeah. the jarring, aye, but what you're seeing on screen, mm-hmm. and obviously reminded me of the music in um, It Follows. They, Definitely, got a similar theme. That, that, I wouldn't be surprised if that's maybe where, being an where influence. It Follows kind of lifted that idea from. Also, a great film, yeah, yeah, um, totally. I, I mean, the, the sound design was really smart in this film, mm. you know, what like you're saying. The music generally was quite interesting. The composer was a guy called Charles Bernstein, mm-hmm. and he was doing that thing which is quite popular at that point, uh, kind of using a lot of synth work. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of traditional orchestral score in there, right. there's lots and lots of synth stuff. Remind me a wee bit of Tangerine Dream in places. Aye, I mean, because they were really popular. Yeah. They did a lot of, um, oh, is it Dario Argento stuff? The, yeah. the Tangerine Dream did. They did uh, the film The Keep. The Keep as well, which yeah. was Michael Mann's Michael Mann, yeah. kind of one of his f- first films, wasn't it? It was early, I don't know. I don't know if it was an early film. A Scott Glenn's in that as Scott well, Glenn's isn't it? In it. Could... The Nazis that find the. The kind of castle, yeah, the thing. castle with the weird light. Aye, the, the weird eye monster kind of looks like it's made of rubber, but I yeah. quite like it. It's, no, it's, quite, it's quite a good thing. It's, yeah. it's got a bit of charm. Charles Bernstein, he also did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, he so, aye, that. music's cool and in that as they, well. They lifted some of the music from the entity for Nightmare on really? Elm Street. Really? Ah, yeah, right, okay. Same stuff. In Interesting. It. Yeah, but he seemed to be a bit of a go to guy for 80s horror because he also did Deadly Friend. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't think so. I, remember, um, I vaguely remember it. It's something to do with a girl that gets linked up with a computer somehow and I don't know I, I can't I've got vague right. memories I remember seeing it when I was a kid right right I've probably seen the trailer but April I, Fool's Day you remember that oh film? I remember yeah. that that's a good film Fair actually I also did Kujo Kujo's also a dog movie that's also a, Stephen King wasn't it aye, aye. adaptation aye. That's, a, that's an intense film as well yeah, actually yeah, totally. aye, aye. Yeah. really good movie man aye, so I thought the music was pretty good it hit the right kind of floaty ethereal sort of thing going on and then really intense the start, it did need to be intense yeah, aye, you know? yeah, aye absolutely kind of the way Jaws's yeah. uh, music was used mm-hmm. you know that there's a, when that noise happens it only ever happens when the shark's yeah, about to appear aye, and then it's yeah, kind of it similar, similar yeah, it's aye, kind of foreboding and stuff like that so this kind of happens to her a couple of times and then she takes her friend's basically advice and goes to see the, the therapist guy. Aye, so that's uh, Ron Silver playing Dr. Phil Snyderman. Right, so what did you think of this guy? Because I thought he was a complete dick. Even right up to almost right, right, the, right the end. end. Did you think he was a dick at the start as well? I just thought, no, not at the start, kind of, mm. kind of maybe mid midway through it. I was like, because when she initially goes to see him, he's doing the routine doctor mm. stuff, but he asks her a lot of fucking, like, shit you would not get away with asking <laughs> somebody now, man. And it was kind of like almost yeah, I mean, sexually like, leading. Like 70s, early 80s. Ah, yeah, that's a, you know, different, a different time. time. <laughs> different time. He had the mad 70s beard as he well. He did. I, and to be fair, he I was great, he was it. He was yeah, brilliant, yeah, yeah. it? I mean, yeah. no disrespect to him as an actor. I, I yeah. thought his performance mm. was, was shit hot, in it? He's, he was also in uh, Blue Steel, you mind that? Ah, Right, with Jimmy Lee Curtis, Curtis uh, right. Time Cop, with John Claude, John Claude. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently The West Wing, he was in. All right, okay, right, right. I've never watched that, so I don't know. No, I've never seen yeah. that either. Um, but I mean, she goes to see him initially. He's doing the normal kind of psychiatry yeah. stuff and all that, um, asking a bunch of questions. He, he seems to genuinely want to help her, though. No, he, you know, I mean he does, and he's and thinking this this woman's aye got some mental issues aye. that she needs help with. And in the initial meeting, they kind of does tease out 
the fact that I think it's the first meeting where he kind of teases out the fact that you know she did have a kind of abusive relationship mm. uh, upbringing yeah. um, in a roundabout way she kind of she says kinda her, her father was abusing her yep. he kind of tries to rationalise the things that are happening by saying it's things that are coming from her, coming back from her past making her think that these things are happening but they aren't actually really happening so to start I mean, he, I mean it's all it's actually a it seems like very well researched that that whole bit because it, 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 you know I know all joking aside we were talking about was asking a kind of appropriate questions it actually feels quite authentic feels legit, uh, yeah. legit and, yeah. and what he's asking them stuff for, for like the that. time anyway I'm for sure things are pretty different now like oh, I just, 30 years on there's no way you'd be asking some of those questions now mm -hmm. man without somebody else being in the room yeah <laughs> she goes to see him and you know she's she's kind of reluctant she's like okay maybe it is me Maybe it is, you know, she's... But she only goes to see him after the incident in the car. Oh, that's so, right. Because, so the incident in the house, the first incident in the house happens. That's right. And then we stay in the house for a bit. And I think it did a really good job of building the tension at that point because yep. she's still in the house after the attack and she's trying to go back to bed. That's right. There's lots of slow camera movements. The, the sound has really come down here. Everything's really quiet, really still. There's no music. Aye. Things uh, start shaking in the room. That that's she's right, in. yep. They yep. leave and she goes to her pal's house and then... That's when she the next morning she gets in her car, and basically the the, the, the fucking entity um, yeah. tries to crash the car with her in it, mm -hmm. which I thought was a really really cool scene, and I thought yeah. it was, was filmed really well. You know, props to the people that were involved in the stunts and the driving and stuff yeah. like that. But terrifying as well because you know it's you know the typical kind of haunted house trope says it's the house that's haunted, but obviously we find out right away that this thing's following her around, so it's it's her that's haunted as opposed to the house. And obviously mm -hmm. that's a thing that comes up a lot more now in modern films that it's a person that's haunted rather yeah. than a particular place. But yeah. I think back then it was quite a, maybe a kind of more. I think it's more of a trope that would be the house. Ah, yes, I'm saying I think, but that this was kind of different because it kind of broke a bit of the that stereotype so I'd be fine out at that point it's not the house it's actually her mm. it's definitely haunted then she goes to see the, the psychologist like you were saying and like what we were talking about there he's kind of asking all these kind of standard questions I guess to try and get to the you know the route of where she is mentally Yeah, there's the one particular t attack that happens when she goes for a bath Um, you know that part where, uh, aye yep um, she, gets, she gets home this bit was kind of interesting that's where I noticed they started doing stuff with the camera that was a bit different um, it was almost like taking the point of view of the, Aye, the, the entity. Actual, yep, yep. Because it was all kind of weird Dutch angles. That's right. As if it's kind of floating yeah. in and stuff and like that. It's kind of kind of high angles as well, like yep. almost voyeuristic as well. Watching her undress yep. while she's getting ready to go. Aye, aye. Builds attention. Yeah, really, 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 good. really builds it well, and like everything's quiet. And because of the the shocking nature of like the, the first attack, where it just came out of nowhere, it kind of leaves you with that thing your mind where it could happen at any time. Aye, exactly. So, so even though it's doing this stuff with the cameras, you're not sure. Is it going to happen? Because she gets into the bath and she's just in the bath, kind of enjoying the bath, and it's a real long time before anything something does happen. So you're like, so you kind of relax a wee bit. Aye, aye. And yeah. the bit uh, when it basically assaults her in the bathroom, the you know that I found was pretty brutal. You know, she's mm, she's, she's got thrown about the bathroom. Aye, but she's yeah. the entity's got her face pinned up against like, the shower curtain. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and you know, it's distorting her face, yeah. and she can't breathe and stuff like that. And mm. her legs get forced apart, but obviously you don't see who's there yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And again, that's an interesting point, actually. That first assault, because it does come so out of nowhere, it does leave you on edge throughout the entire film because yeah. it, it can happen to her at any time. It doesn't matter who's mm -hmm. there because obviously... Well, initially it does because it's always when she's alone at first. Aye, and, uh, but then it starts yeah. to ramp up. She gets assaulted again. 
and it's a kind of nice moment in the film. And that, that's I, another one that catches you off guard because totally, totally. Up, up to that point, it had always been when she was alone, and it was they were always kind of leading you a wee bit, like you know, with the camera angles being a bit weird and everything kind of moving a bit and then slowly, nothing and happened. everything being a bit quiet. Yep. And then nothing would happen, but sometimes something would happen. Aye. So you're thinking, right, something's going to happen. Aye. This attack, it's like the fourth or fifth attack. Aye, it's a bit fourth one, <clears> aye. She's ha having a good time with her family. Yep. They're sitting eating cake. That's right. And then the attack happens. And aye. So you don't expect that one. And that one's, aye, that's completely out of nowhere. And it, that whole attack, man, was, like you said, it, it completely catches you off guard 100%. And, you know... While this is happening on the few attacks that happened before this, her son's really sceptical about Yeah, he's, uh, he's not really the first convinced. Time he's like, oh, maybe you just had a dream, maybe Aye. it was a nightmare. Aye, I mean, and I get that in a rational world, you would have that. That would be mm -hmm. an initial response to somebody telling you that. When that attack happens, the one you're talking about, when they're having the cake and everything seems okay, the whole family see it happening, and that's the first time that you see yeah. that happening. And I thought that bit was actually acted extremely well from yeah, the, 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 the kid, for his, the oldest boy. Because yeah. um, he's trying to help his mum, but then he gets, keeps throwing him away. And know? I thought the effects were really cool there as well. You know, was, like, Did you think it was a bit ropey? I, it was good. Up to this point, Like you, there wasn't a... No, the lightning bit, I don't mean that. I mean, oh, I mean the throne, mean I mean the throne, the throne off. That, that stuff was fine, yeah. aye, but aye. up to this point, there hadn't been like a, a, natural... a visual representation of the entity. Aye. And then aye. he's he's getting, he's obviously getting held and contorted, and then he has lightning bolts coming out his fingers. That's and... like static electricity or yeah, something like I mean, that. I know that's supposed to be a thing with, with the poltergeist. Yeah, at that point, I was a bit like, eh, okay. Aye. But I mean, I get, I, 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 I get it. I mean, it's, it's the eighties as well. Say it too, man. Yeah. Aye, but, but no, it was, it was fine because I, I was, I was totally on board with the film. Aye, like, totally. You know, it had me. Like, I was, I was feeling a wee bit creeped out. Oh, and, like, aye. You know. I mean, that I genuinely. Yeah, I, was, I, I was, I went to the toilet halfway through it and I turned the lights <laughs> on, man. Yeah, I was uh, sitting in the dark upstairs. on my own, like uh, watching the film. Poor guy, like, man. Aye, like, this, this is a bit creepy, uh, especially uh, with the bits with all the, the slow camera moves and stuff where you were expecting something and then nothing, and then nothing would happen, and then. They'd also do that, but then something would happen. So you never knew. Aye, so it was uh, a bit. Aye. it wasn't all kind of jump scares, but not in the sense of like. Not, boot. not now, not the style aye, of now. Yeah. Because now you would have seen the fucking ghost, and you, and it would have ruined it. And that's part of the beauty of this film is that because of the, the time it was made, it the limitations. It wasn't balls to the wall. Aye, CGI aye, effects. exactly, yeah. and it's so much better for it. Do you mm, know what I mean? Definitely. The sun. Do you know that he actually broke his arm? Did oh really? Scene? Aye. Ah right. Okay, so, maybe they wrote that in. No, no. Because, because we that, that happened in, in life, the, the, the son, the real woman broke his arm, but like right. in this scene, that he the broke actor his arm. actually broke his Ooh, arm as well. Spooky. Creepy shit, spooky, man. Spooky. Ah, yeah. Cursed movies <laughs> and all that. Yeah. So, I, so our son tries to pull the invisible guy off his mother. And, um, and That's another film that reminds me of, the new Invisible Man. Which is also a very good film. Uh, there was a lot of similar, obviously... Different movies about different things, well, but, but but very but the, the setup of the like the this the ghostly kind of element to it was that it, it reminded me a lot, and because it was because the entity was about it was about a woman being abused, and the Invisible Man is about a woman being and abused, abused as well. Was that, was that, I don't know, it wasn't the same film, but kind of that popped into my head. When aye, I was watching but, it. but it had the same foreboding sort of vibe, yeah, 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 aye, where yeah, it's like, yeah. and, and and I suppose in parallels, like you know, there's something, you know, there's something yeah. there, but nobody else but believes nobody you, you yep. which makes it more terrifying mm -hmm. because again, it's you're isolated and mm -hmm. how you feel and you feel helpless, like she does throughout yep. the entire film. Yep. This happens, and I think it's after this attack, she goes and she speaks and speaks to the psychiatrist guy again, yeah. 
again, he's not believing anything she's saying. Yeah, he's, he's thinking all this about is... the science. He's like, no, this is all in your head. Yeah. It's all coming from yourself because she goes and she's got uh, bite marks and ah, he shows her all these welts kind of and, stuff, and stuff all over her body. And she's, she says to him, look, these aren't things that I can... Aye. Do it myself, and he basically says, "Well, I've seen, Aye. I've seen fits of hysteria bring up welts and and yeah. on people before." So he, I get it. He's obviously trying to come at it from a psychological. He's, he's not thinking it's ghosts or a poltergeist. Aye, exactly. He's, he's like, no, I, I'm a, he's dealing with it the way he knows how to deal with it. Exactly. Things. And he's, he genuinely, throughout as the film goes on, he really does start almost like a wee bit. Of, he has a wee thing for her, and she, I think yep, she does totally. with him as well. Because to be fair, he's the only person that she's really talking to about the things and any real depth that are happening to her. So she goes back, she speaks to him, and then it goes to that kind of weird board meeting where the psychiatrist is <laughs> speaking to another bunch of psychiatrists so she, about yeah, her. She's in there, she's they're, there they're initially. All, they're all interviewing her, and then she says, I need to go Aye. to uh, get to get someone from an airport. And yep. She goes, and then they have it, they talk about her. Yeah, but they're all fucking smoking, man. It's like, these I was, I was just going to say, in 1982, like, yeah, I, the, the guy with the pipe and there's, there's a guy, a guy with a cigar, cigar. <laughs> man it was like everybody's smoking all these doctors are smoking and no, our man Phil, Phil uh, Snyderman is like that to one of them like when he I move, move, move that cigar out of my uh, face <laughs> at this point he's I don't think he's convinced that there's there's any supernatural thing but I think he thinks there's an underlying thing where he thinks that as she isn't lying about what's happening mm. but his colleagues are like nah no, she's, she's, she's making, this, this, she's yeah, making yeah. this shit up they're saying, basically saying she's got daddy issues aye, is, that, that's, that's aye, basically what they say pretty much I'd yeah. really dismiss her because she's never had a proper relationship in her life she she had her son abused by her father yep. her son was with a guy who's too young like she, she was 16, she was 16, 16 yep. as well. and then he, di he died see when we found out I thought is this is the, the entity is that his ghost right, going back right, to okay. the abuser because it seemed like he was quite abusive towards her no that but, makes sense that, that wasn't it it went, went elsewhere it wasn't anything to do with that and she also had a really shit with an older man who are two younger kids that's right and then he just left her he just left so she has mm -hmm. got so he's trying to tie all this into these sort of issues yeah. that stem from and like his colleagues were saying well that this is clearly where all that issues they think it's from. textbook yeah. kind of stuff because uh, she gets in a relationship with another guy who's steady got a good job but he's always on the road he's, he's always never he's, about. he's not there but like she, they're saying basically she's getting scared of the fact that she's in this relationship and it's a good relationship and she's kind of trying to self-sabotage it, self it yeah. aye after he speaks to his colleagues and they're kind of like, nah, this is textbook shit, you can tell he's kind of almost fallen for her a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it kind of goes from that. There's another attack happens after that. Barbara oh, there's the one she, she goes and visits her friend. That's right. She goes, she's in her friend's house. She goes to her friend's yeah. house. Yep, and the friend from Cause, earlier cause on in the movie. So she's had the discussion with Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, Dr. yeah. Dr. Um, she's had the discussion with him where he brings up the fact that this is all linked to her father and uh, our poor relationship with sex that's right and he suggests that maybe she is she has the hots for her son I know which is I, yeah. that, that actually I forgot about that part that part was actually fucking brutal man mm. see the, the conversation you know the screaming match that he because yeah. I mean he's not supposed to get that involved or that no. passionate with a client that he's, he's seen but he really does start to fucking yeah. get loose I think it's because he's, he's getting frustrated with the fact that she keeps saying it's a I, it's a poltergeist thing. I, it's, it's, there's, something, there's something spooky ghostly going and on and he's trying to and he's like no, no it's all in your head like, I think 
partly the reason he is losing the rag is because he likes her because he likes her and he genuinely is worried for her and I think he he played that great you know but then he makes a suggestion because this discussion's happening after the assault in the bathroom right that's right she says she felt like she was getting held by one strong man and two smaller smaller so he put that down to two kids son and your two daughters daughters, and and she completely quite rightfully so she fucking Mm -hmm. loses the plot yeah and she storms out his office and stuff like that so she then goes and visits her friend she's telling her about this and she's like well that's that's disgusting, ah, that's disgusting. Yeah. Aye. her friend asked her to stay uh, and her and her man who, who her man's a complete <laughs> and utter redneck yeah. arsehole yeah. Um, he's a total dick she basically says to Barbara here she look why don't you just stay here tonight your son will look after the two younger kids you stay here chill out me and my husband are going to go out for, for a meal or whatever mm-hmm. and they're pretty much five minutes out the door they're not even in their car and their fucking house explodes yeah, almost the entity blows out the windows oh, and that yeah. bit was really well done it was intense aye yeah. totally man and I don't know about you but the sound was fucking great yeah, there yeah, man it yeah. was like full on mm-hmm. that's the thing about the sound in this movie when it goes it, it almost goes in the red it's, it's really quiet moments to, to explosive like, absolute yeah. overbearing noise be, be, do you know what between I mean? the, the, the chaos that's happening in the scene and the that pounding music that I was talking about exactly I, so it worked dynamically in, in, in that mm-hmm. sense visually and with the, the, the music as well the friend looks up hears all the carnage happening in the house she runs back up into the house and as she as her and her husband come back into the house one of the windows just explodes yeah, and, and her, her actually, friend witnesses she this. actually yeah. sees it and she believes her then she's mm-hmm. like right because at first our fucking redneck husband's like she fucking red or blue and she's like yeah you've seen, seen it, it? you've <laughs> fucking seen the window explode yeah. itself uh, and you see the relief in Barbara Hershey's character yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, finally it, somebody yeah. actually fucking saw it you know I'm not fucking crazy or whatever yeah. and then they, they, they kind of go to the bookstore and her and her friend and then they're kind of re- they're going to do the research they're looking at the paranormal section and then Barbara Hershey overhears two guys on the other side of the bookshelf speaking about the very subject that she's finding herself involved in and then she basically introduces herself to these two guys they're kind of having an argument saying that oh this wouldn't happen in a poltergeist situation and she basically stands up and goes up to the both of them and says I have all of that I have all of that happening so she convinces the, the two guys to come back to the house and yeah She's explaining some of the stuff that's happening, but these like, two guys mm, are like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah right, whatever. And she yeah. she notices that she's yeah. like, you don't fucking believe a word that I'm saying here, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But then shit starts happening when they're there. Yeah, like uh, a mirror starts shaking and the kind of sideboard starts shaking and stuff, and they're like, whoa. And then the room, there's a smell in the room, and it gets really cold. That's as right, well. aye, aye. And they're like, oh, right, okay, I think we better get some of the equipment from our car. That's yeah. right. So this is where you kind of get the parallels between this and Portergeist. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Portergeist the movie was somehow influenced by the book. Aye, yeah, absolutely. I think aye, so. Yeah. Aye. And just they put more of a Hollywood spin on it. Than, aye. Than try to tell the actual story aye. from the book. But Portergeist yeah. is definitely influenced by this, and oh, yeah, not absolutely. the other way about. No, but that's, that's what aye, I mean. Like aye, they, definitely. They, took, aye. They, they, they read the book and said, "Well, we don't want to." make that film but let's make a film aye because they couldn't Hollywood they, they, aye because yeah. it's not going to be a massive blockbuster no no yeah. which the entity wasn't like it, it no. didn't do well at the uh, box office I mean I, I mean, it's one of those kind of cult cult movies I think it was like, yeah. when it became like VHS I think it Barbara it, Hershey I read a thing Barbara Hershey was quite disappointed she said she'd wish she'd never Oh, really? Like taking the role because it, it did so poorly it wasn't very well that's, a, that's a shame because yeah. she's fucking great isn't it man? yeah she is she's, she's brilliant. fucking brilliant man great actress man and I that, think it's because she put she put so much into the role and then to have the film oh, not I, be I mean, well received I mean know? it must have been brutal for her yeah do you know yeah. what I mean like emotionally you know mm-hmm. put herself into these situations where she's constantly mm-hmm. being fucking raped because I mean yeah. that's exactly that's just like exactly we were talking before like we were talking about actors putting themselves in the, the headspace of bad people but then 
being an actor and having to put yourself into the space of being violated, who's being abused. Uh, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. And she's so convincing in it, yeah, man. You know, yeah, she's, uh, great. she's great. You know, the vulnerability in her is amazing. But she's strong in it as well. Obviously, mm. she's she's a great character act, actor. You know, she's yeah. di she's dynamically really really good in this film. These two dudes see this shit happening, so they're like, well, well we are interested in helping you then. So. Mm. The two guys go back to the college. They're kind of like university no, they, dudes, are they? First, they, they go back into the house. All oh, right, okay. Because they have the so they say when you get the stuff from the car, so they go and they do that, and they're in the bedroom. Oh, that's right, and all the ah, yeah, that's she's right. Saying, yep, she's yep. saying, show yourself. Dude, she's lying on bed. Uh -huh. And they're kind of filming. They're, they're, yeah, they're filming it, and uh, then right. the, the static electricity appears again. Ah, that's right, above her bed. Yeah, and she's. She kind of realises, I don't know how she surmises sum, this, but she says he's, he's weakened. weak, he's weakened. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're there, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, who knows. people in the room. Aye, and these guys see this and they're like, jeez, fucking hell. Mm. So they find this is obviously an, enough to basically go back to the, the head of the college or the uni, university yeah, they work yeah. for and the paranormal sex part of it and um, they go back and they speak to the high person there and try to say, look, this is a real thing we should really investigate and the woman there's no 100% sure. Yeah, she's a bit yeah, kind of apprehensive. Bit yeah. As you would be, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? this point, the film took a turn for me. Right, right, okay. The tone really changed. It went from being this... Sinister. Kind of sinister being... horror about a, a woman being abused to being a bit more, a bit more of a... Lighthearted, yeah. The, the tone really got it almost the, like the almost like poltergeist, really, yeah. It got, did, did feel more like that, aye. And I think that's to throw you off guard, though, is to kind of give you cause because it, of what it, comes up, aye, because of what comes because yeah. it, it does start. I think dynamically that was quite, quite smart because at this point, the film they're basically a, a whole team of folk, yeah. Ascend on her house, and this is the first point in the movie where you see Barbara Hare. She is almost happy because yeah, because she feels thinks, like she's getting she's, out of it. She's, she's been getting taken yeah. seriously. You know, these people are there to help her, yeah. and at this point, there's no there's no attacks happening as yeah. well. So she feels that it's almost like that the entity's weakened at this point, and it, you know, and obviously somebody believes her for a start. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. she feels empowered, and I thought dynamically as an actor, she played that part excellently because mm -hmm. she went from being in the pit of despair to. Obviously, feeling a lot more yeah, kind of she, happier. Yeah, there's no point. She's, and, like she goes and wakes her kids up and she'll get up. It's a beautiful day. Aye, and yeah. I think that's smart because obviously, as we go on, yeah. In the so movie, our, uh, we've seen the first visitation with the scientists in the room. Then a whole team of scientists come down to our house right. and they do set it up, do the same thing, and they have an even bigger reaction from the entity this time. That's right. Kind of sitting and she's talking the entity and show yourself doing all that thing, and then mm -hmm. there's some spooky lights That's and right. there's a big spooky green light that happens and that, that, that was where I felt it got a really tangerine dream with the music it's like totally. a big epic kind of synth score absolutely yep, um, yep. But that shows itself in the the head of the psychology parapsychology department is sees it there she's dumbfounded because yeah, she was initially a wee bit sceptical about it but obviously she witnesses she's the real uh, she's this, this is the well. real deal so she says when you escalate things even more uh-huh and then at this point are the, the love interest Dr. Phil no not Dr. Phil oh no Phil. Dr. Phil the other good the, the other the actual guy Jerry Alex Rocco. Alex Rocco. You know Alex Rocco? Aye, what the fuck do I know him from, man? It's Mo Green, the, the Godfather. So he is. The, ah, uh, I knew I knew his face, aye. The, the casino guy aye, that gets totally. shot in the eyeball. Aye, that's right. Aye, yeah. jeez-o. Because I was sitting watching him, I recognise him. It took, took me a wee minute to click on who he was. Aye, he's been in a loads of stuff, aye, kind of 70s. Can I not write for the part, I didn't think? He seemed, because... I, I, I don't know if he was, but he seemed like he was old, way older. Uh, oh, I mean, I think he's meant to be, but I think that's meant to be a thing, oh, isn't that's a it? Ah, uh, he's just trying to replace her dad yeah, according yeah. to the psychology. It just didn't feel right, and obviously he had that 
kind of wise guy, kind of New York wise aye, guy accent no, totally, and stuff. It was a, a weird casting for me. I don't think he was bad in it. No, he wasn't, but, wasn't but, bad. But, but, it was aye, just but, like, it was just a, he jarred a wee bit when, he came, when we first meet him earlier in the film, but we don't really see him. And then we meet him properly when he comes back to the house this time round. Aye, when obviously when all, the, all the students and the parapsychology people are there. And she's obviously been keeping this from him because yeah, he doesn't she, want to worry him. Anything about this aye, and, yeah. and then she basically says, I was attacked and explains. And, and he's, he's like, he's, who attacked aye, you aye, them? He gets the whole <laughs> hard man, I'm going to fuck them up. I'm a, I'm she, a wise guy. <laughs> that's aye. And she's like, going to get concrete boots. <laughs> aye, get fucking, get stabbed, by a, stabbed by a pen. Yeah. <laughs> she eventually has to explain that I've been getting attacked and it wasn't, it's a ghost based and he's like fuck off you know he's kind of like what he, he almost has a same, yeah, same sort of he gets a wee bit angry about uh, it, he's like know. you know I mean typical guy for the 70s you know what an arsehole mm. but but um, but while this is happening the psychiatrist comes to the house while the, just prior the, to that he, prior he before everything kicked off with the when the parapsychologist witnessed the entity he's he's come in he's gone He's trying to convince her not to go ahead with, with all this. He's aye, like, well, he what, are, what are you doing? Aye, he shows up and sees all the, the, the deep team of folk that have came for the unit the college to basically set up all the paranormal stuff. He loses his shit. And I get why he's losing his yeah. shit because he's like, you're just feeding into her. His own nonsense. Aye, you're just yeah. feeding into her, her fantasy and, and, and validating it, basically. Mm. Uh, and I thought he acted that bit fucking yeah. brilliantly. I, like, he I liked really, him in the film. I thought, he, was, he was really good. Aye, he was yeah. excellent. He really lost the plot with him. Mm. And, he, you know, because at this point, you really know he cares for her because he's like, you're just doing more damage than good here. And uh, the main kind of parapsychologist women's like, look, this is a fucking legit thing, whether you want to admit it or not. Mm. So basically, fuck off. But as he's leaving, he approaches her son and yeah. says, "Look, next time you're going to lie. Um, think about it, it's doing more damage to your mum." And he's like, "I didn't lie." He says, "I was attacked." Yeah, he's like, do you think I got a broken arm? Ah, do you think I got a broken myself, arm yeah. myself? And he's, and he's still, he's like, "No." Nah. So he's still very much stuck in that whole. Everybody's feeding into this. You're mm-hmm. just going to make her worse, sort of thing. That so she's kind of set like that's like you were saying at this point in the film it's kind of a lighter vibe yeah but then shit starts to get real fucking dark man. yeah so J- Jerry comes back and they have the discussion where she explains what's be- been going on to him he gets a wee bit angry but then he's like well I don't want to fight you know I'm just back and stuff. We want to celebrate. Go, go, because... go and put that sexy fucking outfit I got <laughs> yeah, for you, man. This guy's th- this one comes out of nowhere as well. So there's another attack coming, folks. So he he goes and that one's the, brutal. Yeah, he goes into the toilet and kind of starts to. Get some old brute. Yeah. Sprays the spray in the mouth and all that. And then he, he walks into the room and she's on the bed and completely naked, pinned down, and yep. uh, saying, Help me, help me. And he's just, just standing there yeah. looking, doesn't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. He's totally frozen. Yeah. Um, and uh, an amazing effect. Th- this was the effect we're talking about. So we missed it. So this effect shows up earlier in the film. Uh, she's asleep in bed and she gets assaulted by the the entity Aye. and there's an effect where it's like her breasts are getting pushed by hands, hands. by fingers yep. and the way the angle was in the, the first time around when we see it earlier in the film it's a kind of high angle from behind her head looking down onto That's the bed right. and it's quite dark and not well lit and you can see the fingers when I was watching this I, I couldn't for life me work out how, how I was doing it I'm sitting going like how, how are they doing this yep. how, how is the 1980s technology I was like how yep. how are they achieving this effect yeah I was exactly the same and then cut fast forward to that's the, assault the assault with, with Mo Green in the room um, Mo Green that's his character Mo Green <laughs> his character with, with Jerry in the room yep. um, and you see the full body 
that was a more lit scene and I was like, ah, it's a prosthetic. You could kind of tell in that one that it was a, Aye. it was, a, it was a basically a body mould. Still very well and they done. And um, I read a wee bit about it. They had uh, some pistons underneath that were kind of drawn, sucking on the breast. Aye, for it like, from the inside, yeah, aye. From it was brilliantly achieved. Like, lost it a wee bit with the, the room being more lit. Aye, but then again, but, we didn't have HD and stuff like that yeah, back then. <laughs> but, it was st- but it was still a really shocking effect. Like, oh, when he walks into the room, you just see her pinned there and the look on Barbara Hershey's face at the time. Was absolutely aye. terrified. Aye, absolutely. And, um, and she's saying, help me. And yeah, he's just fucking standing just there, standing, man. I mean, you would. Like, you would, but... You, get, you see something pinned down by nothing, you know, and you, you can see the the groping going on. on aye, I mean, I get, I get it. He's yeah. bit, but it kind of seems to linger on it a but then wee does, bit too long. he does long. take action though. And then he gets thrown to fuck mm-hmm. as well. He and then he be, tries to hit nothing with a chair and ends and up rattling Barbara Hershey. Aye, and, and just as he lifts the chair to go and smash the invisible guy who's on Barbara Hershey, her son runs in and attacks him because he thinks, he thinks he's, he's attacking her. Yeah, aye, yeah. Um, we have that kind of fight happening there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But aye, that, that effect, it was Stan Winston that, that, yeah, that yeah, did that. Yeah, I saw that, his name come up at the end and I figured that that, that's the, he was probably brought in to do that effect it, specifically it was actually yeah. that that specific effect he's brought in and like you say that for years I didn't know how they did that and it was only actually last week when I was watching a, a, a show on Shudder and they were talking about the entity which was bizarre because just pure coincidence and that's how I found out it was uh, Stan Winston that done it by brilliant effect brilliant practical mm. effect definitely <laughs> So they go to the hospital and, uh, and, and Mo Green's tapping out. He's like, I, I can't handle this. He's this a is... complete and utter fucking yeah. dick. I totally. mean, imagine seeing that happening to a, a woman that you supposedly love. Yeah, and he's uh, like, no, I'm, I'm away. Like, I'm away. I'm just going to leave yeah. you to deal with this yourself. Because he's talking to uh, Dr. Phil. Aye. He's talking to him and he's like, ah, you, you can't go. Like, you're the only stable thing in her life like, why, you can't leave her now aye and Dr Phil's like there's somebody there and they fucking and he thinks that Mo Green's kind <laughs> Mo Green is uh, he thinks he's feeding into her bullshit as well he's still the, the psychiatrist guy he's yeah. still like why you no well he's, he's saying like he's saying if he stays then that'll help her because he's he's a stable guy and he's like no, I seen and he's like if, if you go then you're feeding into the, the lie as ah, well exactly yeah. and he's like no there was a fucking someone was there yeah, he's like, I can't explain it there was so, someone was holding her down I thought that bit was well acting yeah. as well from him as well I thought you know the, 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 ah, it was from Mo <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I was thinking myself, this guy's a complete dick man imagine yeah, just fucking yeah, bailing totally. on her after yeah. that shit do you know what I mean I mm. mean okay it's fucking scary but fuck's sakes <laughs> yeah. but, so he, he's gone he's, he's out he's that's, out that's man. tapped out and I don't yeah. think he comes back in again after that no man. no it's him he's gone yeah. that's it so then the parapsychologists show up at the hospital that's as well. right that's yeah. right and then from there we, well, they decide that they're going to build a kind of they're going to try and trap the entity so what they basically do there is they get a big gymnasium and they build a because I mean this bit there's no real build up to this bit it almost just happens without any yeah, any build it's, it's, up it's, it's, quite, it's quite, quite fast quite a fast it's like they visit in the hospital and then she gets out and they've built this replica of our house of our house yeah. in a gymnasium it's got no roof on it and it's got um, a, a, like a, a machine that's got yeah, what's, the, what's the stuff it's got the, the stuff that freezes is it carbon yeah, I can't remember what it is it's, it's not liquid, it's, it's, liquid, not liquid na- like, it's not liquid nitrogen it's but liquid some, something some, some, yeah. some, some like liquid nitrogen because they show the demo with the rose they put the rose in the Aye. the liquid whatever it is and Aye. it freezes so the point is that they're, they're going to put Barbara Hershey in this replica of her house with no roof that's in it's built in the middle of this big massive gymnasium they've got this thing above and the whole point is they want the entity to show up and when it shows up they're going to try and freeze it because obviously because it has they reckon it must have mass although you can't see it because it's physically assaulting her Mm -hmm. but I thought the end scene 
was really, really well done. I thought that was really tense as well. Did you know that? I was kind of out of the film by this point. Oh, really? See, when, when the scientist showed up and I said the tone changed, aye, like, aye, aye. That, that was it for me. I was, oh, right, okay. Yeah, it was too much of a shift. Right, um, I know I get that. E even with the, that assault that we were talking about with the prosthetic body, aye. Um, that was shocking. Like You see that happen, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, right, so it was after this, yeah. you kind of... No, I was, I was out by that point, although that... That was like a really well done scene. Right, you know, right, okay. I, I like the dynamic between her and Bo Green and right. him going in and seeing her and just all of that stuff was really well done. But because of the the tone, that was odd because of the tone shift that had happened earlier. Right. So the film had gotten way lighter. Then that really dark thing happened and then it goes light again. It was... You know. Aye. And then and even Barbara Hershey by this point is, is a bit, I don't know, or... Her performance changed as well. I think at the end she's just meant to be. I get where you come from. She's meant to be kind of like just fucking. Just, she's just, just letting, letting, she's letting, letting it all happen. Ah, exactly. Know? She's not the. She's kind of giving up the fight a bit. Yeah, and almost. she's letting the parapsychologist do the fight for her. Do the fight her. for it's, her, sort yeah, of thing. I, I get it. I mean, I get it. The whole point of this part is I try to freeze the, the yeah. ghost, right? Lo and behold, um, the psychologist guy, he bursts in again yeah, while doing, and he loses the fucking plot completely. Yeah. He's like, why the fuck are you doing this? This is dangerous. He could freeze you and all this mm. kind of shit. And basically the other, the, the parapsychologists are like, look, man, fucking shut up and sit in on the experiment. Yeah. And also his superior is also there. He's he's come down as well. That's like right. The, the, the guy that was in the consultation. That's and, right. Aye, yeah. the guy was fucking smoking and yeah. basically yeah. just being a dick. Mm -hmm. What transpires is she goes into the, the kind of makeshift replica of the house with no roof and the ghost basically takes over the freezing gun and try and chases about See the, that but I was like uh, mm. I, I, I get it I get it man she's trying to get away from it and it's and stalking her and stuff the, like the that shooting the freezing juice at her yeah. and stuff like that and eventually the the psychiatrist guy he runs it starts going fucking mental and yeah. nobody's doing anything about it which I thought was fucking weird yeah because they're they're up there trying to push their buttons to make it work and that's all they do but they don't seem to be yeah. like even that perplexed anyway so he's like fuck Phil that Snyderman's like fuck no he runs yeah. in grabs her and basically gets her out and the tanks the, the tanks the yeah. big liquid fucking nitrogen or whatever it is it explodes they're like they run out onto the gymnasium floor and the whole the whole fucking thing just explodes and when they look round there's this big mountain of ice so I take it you're supposed to think that's that supposed to be the, entity. the entity is trapped in this yeah. ice and you see the ice starting to break apart I don't think that was done communicated very well no you know what I mean because right. I, I know that's what it's supposed to be but it just looked like a big chunk of ice Aye. That there wasn't anything to say that somebody in the it the entity was in there and if it was it was fucking huge and I, I get the impression the entity was supposed to be a man at some point that's raping her so, Aye, exactly, she aye. says it felt like and she always refers to it as him and as he. a him aye but it seems almost too too it's big like massive, it's massive like a yeah, mountain of ice aye kind of daft I mean yeah, bit daft I mean, that part aye again 1980s technology try to uh, just try to make it big but I mean we see 1980s technology there's some films that had, that had amazing effects in the, the oh aye you see and that's you think of like your, your Raiders of the Lost Ark and aye I mean obviously bigger budgeted films but even some of the Star Wars stuff for the, for the Star 70s, Wars for the 70s and, uh, is still pretty fucking Cubic good Cubic in 2001 in the 60s you know there's, there's stuff out there that had really amazing effects and then you're seeing stuff like this and it's like yeah. it's kind of uneven because some of the effects are really good in it and some yeah, are a bit poor yeah. I think it's terrible in it no anything, no but I mean, I, and you do forgive it for the time period and the budget constraints aye, you do aye. forgive films for stuff like that but it, it, it was more I feel like there was maybe a better way to communicate that the entity was aye. now trapped in the ice no totally I because I, 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 I thought that myself because it wasn't it's not until after they say they kind of say that 
You know? Aye, I think because it's they've probably looked at and we need to kind of explain this yeah, a wee bit better. Yeah. So, but that's the kind of impression you get that it's been yeah, trapped. So it's nice. supposed to be the end, trapped nice and then breaks out. But then it breaks out. But you don't see anything, obviously, because no. it's at the entity mm-hmm. and it's invisible. It goes directly, kind of from this to her going she, back she ran, into the house. Basically, ran out the the mock house set up right. in the gym. She's basically left and left everyone else there. The parapsychologists are talking to the actual psychologists and like, you, you guys seen this, you seen something. And they totally deny They're it. They're still denying it. The older guy, the older guy is still like, I saw something. And the woman that's uh, head of the parapsychologist is like, you bastard. Yeah. You fucking, you know this is the real deal and yet yeah. you're, you're just choosing not to fucking admit it because it'll yeah. be bad for your reputation. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of weird cut. It just goes to Barbara Hershey. It's during the day it's like and she's the, walking towards our house like again. a story or something, man. I don't know. Ah, yeah, no, it's, it was kind of, it seemed a bit rushed. At mm-hmm. The last kind of third... After the, that la- big climax in the, the gym and then it's... Aye, yeah. and then it's a start. It's a start cut to her. This is what I mean about her performance as well being weird. After the prosthetic body rape scene where she ends up in the hospital, after that her performance is different. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe what there's a, maybe on. a time. Maybe a, just a time change. But they or don't something. really. No. They don't really communicate that. I don't, I don't know, man. It was, I don't know. It was it's kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe she lost interest. Maybe halfway through it or something. Who, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But like, so we go for that big scene with the, the frozen ghost. <laughs> And then, um, you know, she's walking towards her house. So this is the first time she's been back in the house for a wee while. Mm-hmm. She walks in. This is a bit I was talking. I was saying to you, there's a really, really fucking funny bit yeah, in yeah. this, man. Uh, I'll right. let you. I've, I've written it down. You, <laughs> I'll let you explain it, right, So she gets into the house and she's walking around. The house has been gutted, I guess, by the parapsychologist Aye. taking furniture and stuff to put in the fake house. Yep. The door slams shut mm-hmm. behind her and it's like... Welcome home, cunt. <laughs> it's fucking funny, the, man. The spooky down... Cunt. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I laughed my fucking arse off at yeah. that bit, man. I double taked. I was like, "Did he just say welcome home, cunt?" Because <laughs> at first, at first, I was like, "Was it, well, did he say welcome Carla?" Because that's her name. But it was like, "No, it was definitely welcome home, Aye, cunt." I, I, said, had to, I had to pause it, and wind it back, and watch, listen again. I was like, "What the fuck?" I said to you, "I was like, there's a bit in this so it cracked me up." Yeah, but, uh, no, I did. I laughed. I laughed. And then uh, she's was it she she's, so she she hears that and she goes back outside and she sees her family and you get the impression that she's just like I, I I'm not getting away for this fucking well thing. she's already said earlier on she's already said um when she was in the fake house I'm just going to let it do uh, what it wants I, she, no she's like uh, she's speaking directly to the entity and she's saying oh do what you want you can talk to me you but can you can't punish have me. me but you can never have me Aye, so she's actually. already accepted that he's going to be there but she's Aye. And you're pretty much told yeah. that at the end of the film. Yeah, she, yeah. she walks back in the house and her kids are all happy and she doesn't show that she's just her yeah, ghost caller yeah. a cunt, basically. Yeah. Kind of credits roll and then you get a wee bit of dialogue saying that the story was based on some real events. Obviously yeah. fiction, fictionalised to, to what yeah. degree, I have no idea. But, but it says uh, she moved to Texas. And it, it continued, it continued yeah, the assaults continued, although they were less in, frequent and less intense. That's right. An update to that, when I was kind of reading some stuff, um, apparently they stopped altogether. Eventually she moved further away. She moved, So she moved to Texas, now and then she moved even further away. I think it was Canada, maybe. Right, right, remember. okay. But she moved even further away and the, the attack stopped. Right, okay. So, it had to, so obviously, apparently, it attached itself to her. Mm-hmm. I'll maybe get a wee bit more of a soft spot for this film just because it went because I've yeah. seen it when I was younger yeah. and stuff like that. But I still think I still think for the most part I, no, I do agree that the last kind of act is a bit uh, ropey up, up and stuff. Until, until the scientists showed up, I was all in on this film. I, I thought it was Aye. great. Like the just the way they built the tension, the way they set it up, the way they built the tension. I, I suppose they couldn't just keep going with that because that would make for a very good film. 
Aye, dy- just, just dynamically. For that, just aye. for that to keep happening like that. And, and it's good to kind of leak it, give you a little bit of rest because then it puts you back in the other foot and then, yeah, you, and then, then you get and then, another attack. Yep, yeah. so, uh, no, I under, understand. But I agree that the last part does yeah, seem kind of rushed. Weaker, and, the second half oh, was definitely weaker aye, than the is. first half because in terms of a, ten- a film that builds tension and creates suspense and makes you feel on edge, like it, they does did a job. brilliant job of that. There was, uh, there was a point like I was talking about the kind of camera angles and stuff. There, there was something cool they did with the house and the house was on a hill. Right, and when things were all nice and cool, they would level the camera so that you would see the hill and the house would be level. Ah, right, okay. But then when thing when the, there was going to be an attack, the how they'd level the camera they'd so that the house, the house was, was on, so that, on that, the hill was level and the yeah. house was on the side. Ah, right, okay. I never even yeah, noticed that. Yeah, no, man. I well noticed. It, like later on, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool because it's when they were doing the stuff with the the bathroom scene where everything was properly weird angles and stuff angled, like that because it's one time she, she comes back and it's, that, it's actually that time she gets out of the taxi that's right this house is slanting and the hill is flat so it's almost like a, a, a sub, subliminal way of telling yeah, you no, where this kind of where, everything's a bit weird bit, bit yeah. off which is a kind of shame because it shows you there was an attention to some oh, there, there detail yeah. I mean some serious detail like all that camera work I was talking about like, I mean it's, it's it's kind of it's wrote now it's like it's a, it's a done thing it's like if there's a Johnny Cat you, if you've got like a Dutch angle it means there's something weird going on aye aye totally but in this film it worked really well aye you know? aye absolutely man I think there was a lot of smart decisions and you know mm-hmm. and camera stuff um, you know the, the use of sound um the randomness of the attacks, you know, sometimes it's set, the music was setting you up to think there was an attack and then it wouldn't yeah. be. And then when you thought there wouldn't be an attack, there was an attack. So yep. that, was, that was a lot of really smart direction, I thought, like, in this. The way, the way they set up was really good. The execution of the attacks were horrible. Like, Absolutely. They were horrible, but like the, the way the, the actual technical stuff behind how yep. they achieved them was pretty good. You actually yep. believed like Barbara Hershey was getting... Oh, aye. thrown about and great. Oh, yeah. by, by nothing, by, by thin air. I mean, she was brilliant. I thought, yeah, you know, yeah, her performance was brilliant up until that end where her performance changed. And I, I don't, don't think it was necessarily bad. It was just it just didn't seem to jive. I, I think jive with it with the earlier yeah, part. Yeah, th- thinking on it, it's maybe that thing where she said where she just accepted. So it was a character thing, you know. She she just accepted, so she was just like, right. I'm I think that must be the case because yeah. she's just so fucking good she at everything so good else. So point, I can't yeah. see her just copping out in the end. I think like you're saying. I think she just kind of gave in, and the character dynamic changed. Mm-hmm. But I think it was obviously a conscious decision for her as the actor to do that rather than it being just like a, oh like, I've just lost interest because I mean you can sometimes see that happening in films yeah where it's like I'm you can just, that, I'm just like I, they're just reining yeah. it in you know like yeah. fucking like 80% of Michael Caine's uh, 80s output <laughs> no diss Michael Caine Michael Caine rules Michael fucking Caine I 3D <laughs> shark psychic shark for the holiday I fucking right you get to go uh, the Bahamas cool sign uh, me up I bet I've seen you I bet the pictures they see that my yeah. dad man with the 3D glasses <laughs> back in the 80s um, fuck I'm showing my age here old bastard yeah, uh, that's it man old here, absolutely mate that's it we've got what we've got fucking 88 years between us <laughs> <Yeah>. mate <laughs> that's fucked up man yeah um, bye so let's get to the rating then man the rating cool hey, do you want me to go I'll go on my rating you go first three I'll give it a three and, and I enjoyed it like I said the first half of the film had me like I was I was on board and the second half not so much um, It's an it was an enjoy again it's, it feels weird saying I'm enjoying a film that's about such a traumatic thing. Aye, no, I but mean, yeah, it, it, aye. looking at it as entertainment, no, I, I liked, I liked the film. No, it engaged me. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara Hershey's performance engaged me. She was really good. The Doctor Phil Doctor was Phil brilliant. Was, I thought he was great. Like everybody was good in this. There was nobody. Aye, there was no slackers yeah, when it no, came to the acting. Um, the music, I, I did like the music. It was um, 
I, I wouldn't sit and like listen to it in the house or anything, but like in terms of what it did for the film, I works really well. Fucking listen, I know you shit yourself, yeah, man. Totally. Just I enjoyed that, and like I said, I enjoyed the, the camera work and stuff, and obviously, if what we believe is true, Stan Winston done the. the prosthetic body effect like he absolutely had me stumped like that, that first time it showed up I was like yep. how, how are they doing this I was trying to think of is that, are they doing stuff with like glass on the, the ah, see, I, I thought that, that as no, well you'd be able to we see, see the glass aye because yeah. it's aye exactly yeah it was, it was just it was, it was a, a well executed effect and so yeah a three a three for me right well I think this film could have been a four if the, if the ending had have been better mm -hmm. if I had a stronger second half for aye sure. because I think it's a it's a four up until maybe the last maybe half hour mm -hmm. run about there yeah. I see the first hour of the movies fucking first class yeah, yeah. Um, acting the story the way the story's told the, you know the, the way it's filmed the music everything I think it's excellent I should really give it a three but I'm going to get three and a half right okay. um, just because I love the first kind of hour of yeah. it uh, and it is a little bit of a disappointment that the I, end I guess there's does. that attachment you've got as well from seeing it when you were younger aye, and aye, it had a bigger effect aye, on you when you were and I think as far as you know mod, if I'm measuring this against similar films now that do this thing this is scarier to me oh yeah by so, like, far does, there's something about horror movies made in the 70s and 80s that far outstripped it's because they didn't have out now. I think it's a lot to do with the fact that they didn't sh back then they didn't have the effects to show these things mm. so they used other things to make well, the, felt the, the story scarier to put up against a, a modern one which did do it well Paranormal Activity I've never seen that no, it's, the one thing it's got going against it is it's a found footage movie but the way they execute the the presence of the the poltergeist. I've seen in that clips film. and they're flying quite, about. Yeah, and shit it's, it's, like that. it's really well done, and it's it's a slow build in that one. So, kind of similar to this as well. well. This wasn't really a slow build; it was straight in. But like the the way the way they, they show Tension. the activity in this is similar. To the, they do it in a similar way in paranormal activity. Again, I think this was this uh, when this came out. This, this I, I know this was quite controversial when this yeah, movie came yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, time for those scenes. And I mean, fuck. I can see that this has been a major influence on this type of movie that was, mm. that came later. These yep. type of movies, you know, and the, the the whole tension, the brutality, you know, all these yep. kind of things. And ghosts don't just bang things and make scary noises; they can physically actually yeah. engage with you and hurt you. Basically, I agree. It should be a three, but I'm going to get three point five <laughs> because I just think because. just because I think that it was so good to a point. You know, it's, no, it's it was. A bit of a I, shame. But, but, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Nice one, man. Cool, cool, cool. What are we watching next week? Fuck knows. Let's, let's get spin the, the wheel. The wheel. Oh, oh no, it's just it's just shut itself up. Oh no! Delayed wheel reaction, <clears throat> mate. Bold intention, no, mate. We've got an actual wheel with boom, gears and boom, stuff. Boom, boom, boom. I'll fucking get the sound right. effects happening. Okay, here we go. This is cool because Scott gets to see it before me. Okay, well, I mean, we've both seen this one. We've spoke about this film before. Right. Uh, Kill List from 2008. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, do we have any happy movies on this Do we? Fuck, this mate. It's me and you that made this list up, mate. Well, I'm going to throw some comedies in there, man. Fuck, I think we might need to, man. Uh, it's some fucking grim shit. <laughs> making up our own Kill List at this point. <laughs> fucking right. Kill myself. Uh, well. Uh, cool, okay, so nice uh, join us next week when we talk about some shit we've both seen. Hi, but you, but you haven't, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kill List 2008 next week. Give it a watch and then come and listen to us. See you later.